Severian Dramatics presents Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, a podcast play. Episode 5, This Christmas. Scrooge took careful steps down from his front door and planted his feet squarely on the ground. He took in a deep, chilly breath of fresh winter air. He tapped his cane against the pavement with three sharp taps. I shall send it to Bob Cratchit. He was referring to the prize-sized turkey he had sent a local boy to fetch from the grocer. Scrooge was determined to get the most out of this Christmas, and in order to do that, he first had to give. But Scrooge wasn't headed straight to Bob Cratchit's. He had some other matters to attend to. ventured to the nearest poorhouse. In truth, Scrooge got lost twice, as he had never been to the poorhouse. But nonetheless, he ventured his way into the building and peeled his eyes for the two portly gentlemen from yesterday. They were hard to miss. Gentlemen, I thought I'd find you here. Mr. Scrooge? Kind sirs, how do you do? I hope you succeeded yesterday. It was very kind of you. A Merry Christmas to you, sir. Mr. Scrooge. Yes, that is my name, as we have established. Allow me to ask your pardon. And will you have this goodness? Always a cunning fox, Scrooge slightly lifted a surprisingly heavy satchel from his coat pocket and dropped it into the hand of the first gent. The gent poured the contents into his friend's hand, and they both turned gobsmacked towards Scrooge. <laughs> Lord bless me. My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? If you please, a great many back payments are included in it, I will assure you. Will you do me that favor? My dear sir, I don't know what to say to such munificent. Don't say anything, please. If you need more, come and see me. Will you come and see me? Uh, 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 I, I will. Thank you, Mr. Scrooge. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Scrooge suppressed the good cheer he felt from helping those less fortunate. He planned to enjoy it later, but he had more stops to make. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was in those ships all three? He went to church and walked about the streets and watched the people hurrying to and fro and patted children on the head and questioned beggars and looked down into the kitchens of houses and up to the windows and found that everything could yield him pleasure. He had never dreamed that any walk, that anything could give him so much happiness. In the afternoon, he turned his steps toward his nephew's house. He passed the door a dozen times before he had the courage to go up and knock. But he made a dash and did it. Is your husband at home, my dear? Yes, sir. Where is he, my love? He's in the dining room, sir. I'll show you upstairs if you please. That's very kind, but if it's all right... I think I'd like to surprise him. 
but do make the announcement. Fred, you have a visitor. Why, bless my soul. Who's that? It's I, your Uncle Scrooge. I have come to dinner. Will you let me in, Fred? Let him in? It is a mercy he didn't shake his arm off. He was at home in five minutes. Nothing could be heartier. I was hoping that your invitation for dinner still stood strong. And just like that, the years of distance between uncle and nephew vanished. It was exactly as the Ghost of Christmas Present's vision foretold. A wonderful party with wonderful games, wonderful unanimity, and wonderful happiness. But this time, Scrooge enjoyed it too. Scrooge still had one final stop. He bid his nephew adieu. This has been the most pleasant surprise. I hope there will be more like it. There will be many. Fred, I need to share something with you. Your mother will be very proud. Thank you, Uncle. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, nephew. Scrooge and Fred parted with a handshake that turned into a hug. Scrooge continued to his last stop of the night, the Cratchits. Before knocking on the door, Scrooge peered into the window. Dinner was over, and the mess on the dining table proved the young newsboy delivered a proper feast. At this time, the clerk Bob Cratchit and his missus sat by the fireplace, and the little ones played on the floor. Scrooge's old heart soared to see Tiny Tim climb onto his father's lap. Now was the time. Scrooge knocked. Mr. Scrooge? Cratchit? What? Why? Why? I think it would be wise you invite your employer into your home on Christmas. Yes, of course. Come in, sir. Who is it, father? It's my master, Mr. Scrooge. <gasps> Mr. Scrooge? To what do we owe this unexpected pleasure? I'm here to take issue with your husband. Issue? Yes. Do you think you can abandon your post? Abandon my post? Robert, I thought you asked for the day off. I did. Sir, perhaps your memory fails you, but I did make the request. My memory fails me? My apologies, sir. I meant no offense. I see you've gotten fat this evening. Yes, sir. We had a marvelous dinner. It was a gift from our Christmas angel. A Christmas angel, you say? Well, I hate to be a humbug, but there was no Christmas angel. That meal came for me. You, you, you sir. Yes. How kind. You saved me crumbs. Please, sir, we would have fixed you a plate had we known. Enough. I hope you're full. Tiny Tim caught Scrooge's eye. The small boy looked at Scrooge with curiosity. I know you. You do, boy. I saw you yesterday. Indeed you did. Are you well, boy? Yes, sir. Then I am well. Cratchit, this home you keep is a sacred place. I apologize that I've shut this joy out of our office for so long. I want you to know that I see your value and I plan to treasure it. Thank you, sir. That doesn't change our arrangement from yesterday. You're still opening up. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. And once I arrive, we'll 
Talk about your promotion. Promotion? <gasps> Did I fail to mention? You're my new partner, Scrooge and Cratchit. It has a ring, no? Congratulations, Father. Thank you, Mr. Scrooge. Thank you so much. God bless you, Mr. Scrooge. God bless us, everyone. Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all, and infinitely more. And to Tiny Tim, who lived to a rap old age, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good an uncle, and as good a man as the good old city knew, or any other good old city, town, or borough in the good old world. Some people laughed to see the change in him, but he let them laugh. For Scrooge was wise enough to know that nothing ever happened on this globe, for good, at which some people did not have their fill of laughter in the outset. And knowing that such as these would be blind anyway, he thought it quite as well that they should wrinkle up their eyes and grins, as have the malady in less attractive forms. His own heart laughed, and that was quite enough for him. He had no further talk with spirits. It was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us, and all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. A Christmas Carol is made possible thanks to the support of the Zavarian administration, President Robert Alisi, Principal Deacon Kevin McCormack, and the endless time and talents of our students and their families. On behalf of everyone involved, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year.